Hello and welcome to episode number 101 of the Hobbies and Happiness podcast where we talk about the hobby that makes us happy card games. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Jim. Today, we're going to talk about why MSRP keeps balance in the card games. (laughs) I thought you said you were going to like, like mildly troll. (laughs) (laughs) I lied. Yeah, we trolled a little bit, ju- just a little bit. So yeah, today we're we are talking all about MSRP, market pricing, mm-hmm. allocations. Basically, it's really like the markets behind TCGs. Yes, is kind of what we're really going to talk about. And there's and there's there's a lot here. And honestly, I know quite a few other people who would really enjoy having this conversation. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe we'll open this up to oh, some other man. people a little bit later. But today, this is going to be just us two because I honestly want to get a lot of Jim's thoughts on this because he's got a lot of experience in this arena, as do I. A bit. But it's always this this topic is extremely timely okay mm-hmm. now but before before we hop in got a few things to, to discuss the first being our sponsor if you head over to our affiliate link affiliate link www.audibletrial.com forward slash hobbies and happiness you can sign up for your free 30-day trial of amazon's audible service that's right when you sign up you get a free trial free 30 days when you sign up you get a free credit added to your account a free credit that you can use to pick any audiobook that you want on the service. What's better is if you're an Amazon Prime member, you get two free credits added to your account. That's right, one credit if you are not a Prime member, two credits if you are a Prime member, and you get to keep those credits for as long as you have that account, even if you decide to cancel that service. If you don't like the service, you can cancel before the end of the 30 days, but you get to keep that credit on your account. So it, head over again, head over to that affiliate link, sign up right now, and then you get that credit added onto your account. So again, audibletrial.com forward slash hobbies and happiness. Sign up for your free 30-day trial today. All right. So um, before before we dive headfirst into this topic, um, news. Do 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 card game news. Yay. I'm going, I'm I'm gonna fi- I'm gonna figure out like some uh, some jingle to go <laughs> along with that. Okay. But today is not that day, unfortunately. Jim, do you have a jingle? Um, Make up a jingle right now. Do it. Can no. you do it? <laughs> so, <laughs> no, um, I don't think I will. I don't think I will. Um, okay, so let's see. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get my days um, in my head here because when we're, we're recording these episodes ahead of time yeah. because that's so the, the day that this is airing, I'm going on vacation tomorrow. So mm-hmm. I'm going on vacation tomorrow. And then when I get back from vacation, I'll have a day before we go to Gen Con. Before so go back so, to vacation. Yeah, exactly. No, this is, and uh, is it a vacation though? Mm, yeah. Would you consider it a vacation? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're, c- we're going to kind of work, but we're going to have a lot of fun. You, oh, yeah. you consider it a vacation? Oh yeah. Honestly, I consider me going to my job still as vacation <laughs> because it's just like so good. <laughs> All right, you heard it here first, folks. Jim <laughs> considers going to his job vacation. <laughs> Anybody else with him? I'm not. I'm not. No way. <laughs> Y'all need a new job then. All right, if it's that bad. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we are recording this about a week in advance before this will go live. So. A lot can happen between now and then, but the reason I kind of really pick this topic is mm. really this specific topic is pretty timeless, yeah. especially in this industry. 
It's it's a discussion that has been had for a long time. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it kind of needs to be had if you're if you haven't been involved in the space for a while and you yeah. don't know what to expect, okay? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the other reason, but again, we're going to be front loading kind of a lot, a few other podcast episodes, uh, because again, vacation, then Gen Con. So we're not going to have a lot of time to record a bunch of content. So we want, we want to kind of preload a few podcast episodes. So uh, I'm excited about this topic. Okay. Jim, are you excited about this topic? Yeah. So, um, okay. So let's, let's, let's just jump kind of right in. Cause so as far as card game news goes, um, since we recorded our last episode, the only real news that we've really had is, um, so the other thing, it should be Lorcana week. So Ooh. the gamer website is doing a Lorcana week prior okay. to, uh, the launch at Gen Con. It's like all about Lorcana. So okay. the gamer is a, it's a pretty, it's, it's a pretty decent sized website. Um, they cover a lot of gaming topics, not just tabletop news. They do video games. They do a lot of gaming, um, a lot of gaming topics. Okay. Um, and so from my understanding is that week, again, we're smack dab in the middle of it. But again, as we're recording this before it's happened, Hmm. I'm not sure what it's really going to entail, but I do know that they've, um, I think Eric Switzer, I believe is his name. Uh, he's been doing a lot of Lorcana content for the gamers, been doing a pretty good job in all honesty. Um, and so he's been in the Lorcana HQ Discord kind of um, hyping this up. And so as we record this, I'm kind of excited to see what is going to happen with it. Uh, so, yeah, as this is live, uh, uh, future me, I'm trying to, how do I want to say this? No, past me is excited. Future me is already in it. So I don't know. I don't know how to say that. I know what I'm trying to say in my head. It's just not coming mm-hmm. out this hole right here. You know, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really know. Um, so the other other news we touched on at last episode, allocations have yes. come out. Um, I don't think it's all the allocations, but one of the largest distros in the U.S. I think it was Southern Hobby. I believe okay. it was Southern Hobby that came out with their allocation. I don't know if every distributor knows all their allocations yet, but mm-hmm. I know one of the largest ones in the U.S. at least uh, has let a lot of the LGS owners know their allocations, and they're, they're not good. And so that's kind of – that is kind of the um, – not the precipice, but it's it's kind of one of the reasons for this discussion. The worst part, you said one of the largest, yep. and it's not good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of the largest in the U.S. I mean, yeah. every, you know, yeah, other the countries US. have their other distros, but the U.S., is, it's not looking good. So mm-hmm. um, with that, let's let's just kind of dive right in. So first of all, we kind of we, what we kind of need to first do is, and I've said this a lot. Um, actually, we did touch on this topic briefly. Well, not briefly. We did an entire podcast episode about mm-hmm. secondary markets. Um, I believe it was, I have it here, episode 68. So that was November of last year. Wow. We talked, it was just strictly all about secondary markets, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, secondary markets are especially like for collectors, and people wanting to make money on any product, right? You're yeah. going to do it on secondary market. Yep. And so my wife actually right now, as we speak, um, is trying to sell a lot of stuff, not a lot of stuff, but pl- stuff that we own on Facebook marketplace. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Facebook marketplace is a secondary market. It is a secondary market. Um, and so what, one thing that I want to say right off the bat, okay, is number one, I can understand for people who have not been involved in a TCG before, okay, yep. come in and they they know the concept of MSRP, okay? Any consumer 
has a basic under grasp and understanding of what MSRP is. Okay. Yep. They go to Walmart, they go to Target, and they buy something off the shelf. When you're buying something off the shelf, buying something off the shelf, normally like a toy or a product, mm-hmm. not like a, a um, not like a food item, uh, but yeah. typically like a, a manufactured product, like again, like a game. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're buying it normally you're gonna you're buying it at the MSRP. Okay. Mm-hmm. And especially with large big box retailers, okay, they have their profit margins built into the MSRP. Now, what is MSRP? Jim, what is MSRP? The exact every single word for every single letter, I honestly forget. Um really? market. <laughs> yeah. Uh, market. Nope. No, hold on. MSRP. I don't remember. This, I got them, guys. I, I, I got them. It. It's it's the manufacturer suggested it's retail, retail price. price. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. It, now it's not market. It is yeah. main the manufacturers. Manufacture. The biggest key here is suggested. Mm-hmm. It is suggested. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now any any business owner. I think he asked me this like a, maybe like a few months ago. It came up, and I was like, I don't remember it. <laughs> For somebody who like is is as involved in secondary markets mm-hmm. as this guy is, look secondary that's markets. That's that's the first market. All right, I yeah, skipped yeah, well, that first right, part. Right, we yeah, just yeah, go yeah, right into right, second. Right. <laughs> yeah. So 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 that MSRP literally means stands for the manufacturer's suggested retail price. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when these manufacturers are manufacturing their goods. They'll give it – They'll whoever buys it, like normally mm-hmm. a big distributor and then sells it to their clients, okay? Mm-hmm. They'll say, here is what we have priced this item to be because when we make it, it costs us X dollars to make it, okay? Yep. When we it, – it's going to cost us this, this much, so we're selling it to a large distributor for Y amount of dollars, mm-hmm. okay? And then they're going to sell it to their clients who are going to sell it to – the general population. Okay, mm. that that's typically how a lot of a lot of this stuff works. I mean, do you remember when you were when you were younger, hearing the concept? And because I normally saw it like in commercials, mm-hmm. but it was eliminate the middleman. I never really understood kind of what that meant. Okay, I don't know if I remember that part. Um, I, I th- it's probably more when I got older. Um, it's it was a lot of those uh, pyramid schemes. Oh, understood. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what I'm talking about. Understood. <laughs> yeah. Which, which again, like the concept of eliminating the middleman, like sounds great, right? Yeah. You could be, you know, cutting a bunch of different costs, but yeah. you know, in some instances, middlemen are kind of needed. Mm-hmm. In in some instances, right? Um, definitely not all, but you know, there's, and that's a whole topic in and of itself, right? That I, in all honesty, I don't have enough information, or I could speak to. Um, in any sort of um, correct manner, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but all that matters is what you know the MSRP to be, okay? And so when you're, you know, if you've not been involved in a TCG before, right? Because you're just used to, hey, I go to a store, I buy this buy this game that I want, and it costs, it's listed at nineteen ninety nine. Everywhere you go, it should be listed at $19.99, right? Mm-hmm. When you start seeing fluctuations in price, you start like, well, I don't understand. This doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But because typically when you see that good, it's because there's plenty of it available at all these different stores. Like yep. it's you go, you go to Walmart, you go to Target, anywhere you go, you'll be able to, you'll be able to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and that is what 
people think, at least I think, right, when they come to a TCG, they expect it to be like every other product that they're going to buy in the store. Yeah. Is that the case, Jim? You would think so. <laughs> um, you know, most people who aren't in it, like you're saying, if they don't know exactly what it's going to be and they're looking at it on the shelf at Walmart, they kind of know how much these packs are going to be. And then they go into one of these game stores or even online and they're like, okay, why is this now double the price? But it's also the same thing with how, you know, um, the video game systems are too. Some people are like, these scalpers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I told you when I bought my PS5, I didn't buy it from a store. I bought yeah. it from, well, a friend of mine who was a scalper. Because he, when he gave me his, he told he gave it to me for what it cost him. Yeah. Like he didn't make, he did not make profit on the one that he yeah. gave, that he gave me. He told me that was like his like hundredth one that he sold or whatever. Wow. It was a lot. I, it may not wow. have been a hundred, but it was a lot. It, yeah. it, it, it was, was a, a lot. lot. So I'm like, oh my God goodness that that's yeah. crazy yeah but like in all honesty like what that tells me is somebody sees an opportunity to mm -hmm. make to make money mm -hmm. and then the where we'll go in the back half of this episode is like i can't is them. that is right <laughs> right so the, where we'll go in the back half of this episode is like is it moral what it's kind of driving me okay is it okay yes i knew it, it, it's, it's, I knew it. it's kind it's kind of driving me crazy okay yeah. is people saying if you sell, if you're trying to sell anything that's different from MSRP, you're ripping someone off and you are a terrible, evil person. Mm -hmm. That kind of language just is just no. Then tells me you have no idea how any system works, okay? Mm -hmm. Especially markets, okay? Now, does market manipulation exist? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Is market manipulation right? No, I do not believe it is, okay? Mm -hmm. Meaning, like, I, I morally, I, I think, I mean, okay. <laughs> because now now we're trying to now I'm trying to inject morals into into this discussion, right? I think ethical. Ethical is probably a better word. Okay. 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 Which would, would you agree with the statement um market um, market manipulation is unethical. This is kind of off topic but it's it's still relatable. Um cuz it's kind of it's kind of a weighted question. I know. I yeah. I understand. Yeah. I can I can definitely see it be <laughs> Um, being like that because like I can you know see in, the in a way in a way is it stealing is it you think so I could see it I could see the argument for it sure sure yeah um so yeah. like then all right then we get to is stealing ethical no right right <laughs> right exactly that, right. that's a good point that's actually yeah. a good point you make oh, you bring up stealing I hadn't really thought about it in in that in that way mm -hmm. okay. Um, now let's, let's take that a step further. Who are you stealing from? If you're manipulating a market, who are you stealing from? Cause you're not directly stealing from anyone. Yeah. Right. It kind of, it's like, you're not directly stealing from anyone that you, that you might know. No, in no, terms like, of... for, well, for, forget, no, forget okay. knowing them or not. Okay. Um, I mean, it, I mean, it depends on when that asset is realized. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, if you're... Like, the I, people who say, like, buy up every single thing of one specific card, card right? Yeah. yeah. We'll say yeah. one card. Yeah. And then is now relisting them for 50% more or whatever the number is, 100% more. Right. right. Like, that is... 
you know that that's not the going rate for the card. You just yeah. picked up all the copies yeah. of that card, yeah. and one other person on TCG player is already selling it for a ridiculously high amount that's not even going to sell. And um, yeah, it's it. I mean, it's kind of steel. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, it's kind of steel. I can, I, yeah, I, I can see that argument. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, that's you, you, you do, you do bring up a pretty good point. Mm. Um, but I mean, that's in all honesty, that's kind of a. <laughs> but are I you, mean, but you're also not stealing until someone buys it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you stealing though? Like that's the thing. Like, what are you stealing? You're stealing fifty percent from them, or whatever the number is. But the but the other thing is too is. Like, again, playing devil's advocate here, yeah. okay? Because I think it's, I think that's important in discussions like this, right? Yeah. <laughs> so let's, let me play devil's advocate here, okay? Yeah. No one is forcing the market to buy from that individual who bought yes. up all the cards, yes. right? Now, so I would ask, why did this individual buy up all the cards, yeah. right? So I think that would be a good question to ask, number one, mm -hmm. okay? And then number two, the, the sec, the flip side then is, well, no one else has to buy it from him, mm -hmm. right? How else could those cards be acquired, yeah. right? There are other avenues to do that. Now, doesn't make the doesn't are make monopolies ethical, <laughs> <laughs> right? No, yeah, that's yeah, that's another good point as well. Yeah, my I I think this all highlights that yeah. it's a lot more involved and intricate than oh, just just MSRP. Yeah, okay, it's there's a yeah. lot more stuff involved, right? Yeah. Okay, so now that that was a tangent, that, that was a little <laughs> bit of a tangent, right? But let's 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 get back to okay, MSRP. So we've established we know what MSRP is, okay? Now let me ask you, okay? So when we're talking about a TCG, mm -hmm. right? What are some factors that make TCGs trading card games with booster packs? Okay, what are some types of things that make TCGs different from other games and collectibles, like um, bo like board games? Oh, yeah. like board games or other collectibles? Yeah, I mean, well, unless we're talking about uh, starter decks or pre-condects it's not really an out-of-the-box experience where like all those other things are and there could even be some collector pieces of like say a monopoly game of where it's like oh i'm selling off this one printing of a top hat from right. 1913 you know right. whatever it is right yeah right um right. so like when you start getting into little intricacies like that of really old stuff they're not really a difference, but if we're just talking, you can go to the store, buy Monopoly, or go to the store, buy whatever card pack you're looking to get. It's not going to be the same thing in every single box. Right, right. Because because of randomized boosters. RNG. That, but that that is the thing, right? Yeah, that's like the that, huge part. That is the thing that makes this much mm -hmm. different, is, yeah. is randomized boosters, okay? Yeah. But not only that, right? It's the individual cards inside, right? Mm -hmm. Because each card is each card worth the same no, in a TCG. Why? Why not, Jim? Ex explain to the audience. <laughs> explain to the audience why cards are different okay. even within the same game. Okay, so even in the same game, you have a lot of different variables coming into play now. It's now talking about rarity, how old is a set, uh, short printings of cards or the set itself, and um, how much of how useful the card is in terms of the 
the competitive state of the game or just how sought after a card is from people or for people. So if, you know, there's a lot of mythic cards that are hard to find, but they're worth a dollar to where there's other mythic cards that are worth $20, $400. The the number can, can very much fluctuate, um, but it, it's really going to come down to those variables of how sought after is this? How much in demand is this card versus the supply of a card? So hang on, Jim. So what it sounds like you're saying uh-huh, uh-huh. is the prices of individual cards uh-huh. is really comes down to the supply, how much of the said card we can get, which is the supply, and then how sought after that card is, like how much in demand the card is. So supply and demand. You know, correct? You know, if that's if that's something anyone has ever said before, I'd believe it. (laughs) (laughs) But in all honesty, I think TCGs are like a really good, it's, they're honestly a really good introduction to supply and demand. Like it really kind of is. And for some people, it's, it's a, uh, it's a harsh welcome to reality. Okay. Is now, let me ask you, it's like, what's your, like, is this a good system? Like, do you think that this is a good system? But, but, yeah. well, hang on. But here's the yes, thing. I do. But because, because we, we just talked about like the reality of it. Yeah. Right. Because that's kind of how I view this is mm-hmm. we, we don't have a choice in how we set this up. Yeah. It's real. We don't. It's, yeah. it's recognition of what happens mm-hmm. in the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, Goodness gracious! I, I for some reason I want to say it's um, Alex Smith. Is it Alex Smith? Alex the, Jones. No, that's gonna get us canceled. No, isn't it? it's not Alex <laughs> no, it's uh, his his uh, uh, economic theories. Okay. Um, uh, let me let let me let me look at let me look this up real quick. Um, <laughs> supply demand. Um, somebody. Adam Smith. There we go. Adam Smith. What did you there say? There we go. Alex Smith. Oh, I Alex said Alex Smith. Smith. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Adam Smith was, um, so the law of supply and demand is actually an economic theory that was popularized by Adam Smith in 1776. Oh. That's why. That was a good year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was why I, uh. That's why I had the name Smith. I yeah. was I was right there, but it was it was Adam Smith. Okay. If you guys know why that's a great year, let us know in the comments. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So I think like Adam Smith just made it, it wasn't like he came up with this theory of kind of, you know, I have this idea and let's make everything work like this. I think Adam yeah. Smith, he just recognized kind of what happens generally, naturally, when yeah. there are goods, products, and then people want them. Like what actually happens. Um, if there's not enough to meet the demand and yeah. kind of how those two um, factors play into pricing in the open market. Right. Okay? And so we are seeing all of this firsthand, firsthand with Disney and Lorcana. We are seeing all of this play out. And it's it's too bad, right? Because I mean, I, I remember months ago we were talk we've talked with many people on this exact podcast. <laughs> okay. And um, the many well, I, Lorcana players ask themselves the question, "What is allocation?" 
<laughs> and why is it too low already? <laughs> or 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 they ask what is market price and what is MSRP? Okay, it's so you know when we talk to these people, every single person we talked to, it was Ravensburger needs to print this into the yeah. ground. Yeah. Whatever number in in my mind, I was like, whatever number do they think? Instantly double it. Hundred percent. Instantly double it. Hundred <laughs> percent. And what this shows me, and we've, and I said this, I've said this for months, mm. is Ravensburger is in for a rude awakening, yeah. right? Um, and again, like, look, you don't know what you don't know. Okay, this is Ravensburger's first TCG. Yeah. It's it's a new experience for them. I get that. I understand. Okay, yeah. but let me ask you, like, do you think that's an excuse for how? how how low this printing is do you think that's an excuse i i really don't think so it's like you're dealing with one of the largest ips in the entire world it's not just country it's it's the entire entire world, world. Yep. and um yeah it's uh it's rough to see um but especially in card games as well when so many people are going to be opening up multiple boxes or multiple packs of this game you need to have a lot of it it's not just like, oh, oh yeah. one box for one person. That's not enough. Nope. It's not. At all. It's not. I mean, I know people who will buy a case. Oh, yeah. Who buy cases. Oh, yeah. Like, they don't They don't buy They don't buy TCGs by the box. They buy it by the case. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it's a lot of players do that. A lot of players. And that's just players. Yeah. I mean, collectors will buy more. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's, it, it is a crazy world yeah. it really is yeah. and if you've never been and we've talked to many people many people and like i think it's great that uh ravensburger is is making this game right because it is bringing a lot of new people into tcgs yeah. like I, let's not like i don't want to forget that because that is a good thing mm-hmm. however i do think it's important that when we talk about this topic we have to be objective you have to be objective. You have to recognize the realities of what happens when there's not enough supply to meet the demand. Yeah. Okay. It turns people off. Okay. These people that you're bringing into the game, they will not play because they can't get their hand on product. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think it's fair that you criticize and you are objective with how you talk about it and how you analyze it. Okay. Yeah. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. It's not. You you cannot tell me that when you look at these numbers that oh it's 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 amazing. It's all great. Yeah. Like sure you you're sad but then you're just trying there I'm sorry there is no positive spin to this. Mm-hmm. There unfortunately there's not. And I think it's fair. I think it's fair that you call that you call it out. You call it like you see it. Yeah. Because and we you know I I we've talked about this episode before plenty of times, but that episode where we said, uh, um, the, the negatives of being positive. Yeah. Okay. When all you're doing is you're just, you know, spewing positivity, which again, it, it, it's a good thing to be positive, (laughs) but there is such a, there is such a thing as too much positivity is a negative thing. Okay. When you are actively not discussing the negatives, Okay, of what you're dealing with, that doesn't help anyone involved. Yep. Okay, um, so so that that is is its own separate thing. But it is important that these people coming into TCGs, number one, welcome. You know, like it's it's great. Like it's a fun. It is a fun world. It yep. really is. It's an amazing journey. It is. It is. <laughs> it, it it really is. But I think one of the first steps is understanding 
these principles and understanding what happens when, hey, there's a new TCG out, I want to play, but yeah. so does literally everybody else, and they want more product than you do, mm -hmm. there's just not enough product there. Now, I mean, at, at the, where this starts is printing enough product, yeah. okay? Now, could Ravensburger have printed enough to meet the demand? Maybe not, maybe not, but, but that's just an excuse. Yeah. Like if you ask me, that's just an excuse. I feel like they would have to print a ridiculous amount for the first set in order to meet a demand. But the, but the thing is too, it's not, it's also like whatever they printed, they would have been able to sell it. They'll, they yeah. will be able to yeah. sell it. That's it's, what I'm saying. It has to be a ridiculously high number. That cr Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and when I'm hearing people getting like not 10% of their order, yeah. when allocations are at 10%, 20%, that's not good. Mm -hmm. Why is it not good? Why is it not good? Well, it just sets, it sets the entire ecosystem up for failure. Yeah. The LGSs are not going to be happy. I mean, how are local game stores supposed to run OP events when they just don't have enough product for their players? Yeah. And then we're, we're going to talk about like how LGS stores, like how they're supposed to handle this okay, mm -hmm. um, separately. But again, it, it's important to, again, understand the concepts, right? Supply, demand, MSRP, market price, like what do they all mean? I mean, supply and demand, again, it's you stores need to have enough product to sell to their players. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I we we still haven't seen, okay, how much product big box retailers are going to get. I fear, and I don't think this is the case, but you never know. I fear that uh big box retailers are gonna be flush with product That's which are think. which are going to sell out immediately okay yeah. they're going to sell it immediately okay mm -hmm. and will big box retailers sell at msrp yeah they will they will why because they can they can afford to mm -hmm. they can afford to okay but who's going to get their hands on that product yeah. how how but here's the thing <laughs> like what guarantees does anyone have that the player base is going to get their hands on this product? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, Jim, look, oh. you've been you've been in this a long yeah. time, a couple of years. What I mean, what happens? I mean, when you are in a situation where there's not enough product, like what's the unfortunate reality that that happens in in the marketplace? Who gets their hands on product? What do they do with it? What happens? Well, uh, if there's not enough um, and we are selling at a very low cost of around MSRP, who knows, um, people are going to pick it up, either open it, hold on to it, sell it on third-party websites, and um, it's going to leave nothing in the store for players who want to be there or people who are new getting into something for them to have any form of cards um, at, the, at the store. Um, I mean, you're going to have, <laughs> especially with the big game, you have literally nothing. Um, I, I don't know what else. You don't, you don't know what else? I, I don't, I don't know what else to say. You, well, wh you, you where, destroy your, you where destroy do, a community. Where, where does this, where does the product go? Where does this product go? Um, I, I, I'm not, I'm not sure I follow here. What are, what are we where so when 
when there's not enough product, okay, when there's barely any product on yes. store shelves, okay, okay, where does it go? Where does this product go? Who gets their hands on it? <laughs> I I want to say um, I want to say scalpers, but um, correct. I uh, I hate I don't. All right, even though I'm kind of like a scalper myself, um, <laughs> I don't I don't like the word. Why? Why don't you like the <laughs> All word? All right, but here's the thing. All right, I I say I'm a scalper, but I'm not really a scalper. I see value when things are super underpriced, and I'm like, oh man, I know this is this much money, but then I don't sell it. So my scalping. <laughs> you're you're you're. Seizing, I have the mindset. You're seizing an opportunity. <laughs> I'm seizing an opportunity. I have the mindset of it, but I don't. I'm not like. I'm but gonna you know, but you, but normally what you're doing is you see something that's undervalued. Yes. That's normally your approach. Yeah. Is you see something you're not even you're not even look. You're not necessarily looking at like a new TCG that's come out and saying, "Oh, there, I'm, there's going to be big money yeah. here. I'm just going to hold on to it and then just sell yeah. it later." No. You're just when you're perusing when you're perusing markets, you say, yeah. "Okay, here's a thing that is ridiculously undervalued. I'm going to pick yeah. it up, maybe flip it." Um, but you just see you just mm. see something that's undervalued. Yeah, see something undervalued, and it actually happened to me in the last week. I told Dan about it mm-hmm. um, when I was in Tennessee visiting family. I was at a GameStop and I came across the Grixis. Oh, it was uh, a GameStop? You didn't yeah, tell was that, it was a GameStop. Oh yeah, I was at a GameStop. Wow. Uh, it was at a GameStop, and they had a the Grixis precon list for the Lord of the Rings um, commander decks, mm-hmm. and so I which, was like, which are those? Those are going for. A pretty, pa- I think yeah. each one is over hundred bucks. I think I account. think the market price right now for each of them is like over a hundred dollars. Wow. Yeah. So they're going because they're going. I know they're going on Amazon for pretty sure they're going on Amazon for over a hundred dollars. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, so the one I found, I was I was just wondering like what some of the cards were in it. I didn't even check to see what cards were in it. I just saw that it was $65 on shelf and on TCG player it was like 122, 125. And I'm like, okay. Instantly oh, bought. Yeah. Yeah. Instantly bought it. Yeah. And yeah. Dan's like, oh, are you gonna resell it? I'm like, I don't know. I don't I mean I like all my Grixis colors, right? So I was like, why wouldn't I just keep the gri- it? so the Grixis one, I'm pull I pulled it up on TCG player. Um Looking at the the market price is one fifteen one fourteen one fourteen nineteen is the okay. market price. Yeah. Okay. But again, it's you do need to understand what these concepts mean. I think when you get into any TCG, okay, because essentially it's well, what somebody willing to pay for for this product. So yeah. what I was asking Jim before, where where I was going with that is when you have a a, a heavily in demand game, okay, if if places are only going to sell at MSRP, what tends to happen is, again, for lack of a better word, scalpers will will buy out the product wholesale. Yeah. They will buy it out wholesale and then resell it on the secondary market. Okay, yeah. that's that's just what happens. Why? Because it's something. It is a product that is in heavy, heavy demand, yeah. and there's not enough supply to meet said demand. Yeah. What does that create? That creates an opportunity in the secondary market, mm-hmm. okay? And people recognize it. And in all honesty, are these people bad? Nope. <laughs> they're not bad. Mm-hmm. I, at least I don't think they are. Yeah. They're they're recognizing a an opportunity in the market. But I want to go back to, like, why does that opportunity exist? Mm-hmm. Because manufacturers are not printing enough. 
They are not printing enough to meet the demand. So when you do that, you create, like they create the problem. They actively create the problem. And then when games say, we're going to have a first edition. Oh, for for the love, do not not say say that. that. Don't say it. Because what's going to happen? Oh, it'll be so So much much worse. worse. Because what will happen? Scalpers will buy it. Jim, will they sell that? Oh, no. They're going to sit on that bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) They will not sell that. Now Now it's even worse because now you can't just buy it for like 50% more or whatever it is and then be able to have cards for you to play with. Now it's those aren't even on the market anymore. So you take yeah. whatever amount was on the market. You just take it off. Scalpers take half of it. You now instantly have 50% of the cards to be, you know, capable yeah. of playing with. Yeah. They're not, you're not going to see those, yeah. those. So last week we talked about Star Wars Unlimited, which looks like an amazing game. Oh, I uh, am... real, real quick. Sorry, sorry. When, yeah. when uh, what you were just talking about of uh, people finding the undervalued things yeah, and yeah, just yeah. increasing or selling it at its like correct price, you or know, whatever, yeah. um, I was, I was instantly thinking of people who go garage sailing and yeah. find some oh, ridiculously yeah. cheap stuff, whether it's G- toys, Gary v. Exactly. exactly. Action yeah. figures, yeah. paintings, whatever yeah. it is. And they're, they, <laughs> he just goes back to his cards, like looks up whatever it is. He's like, Oh, look at this. This one's $32. I bought this entire bag for 10 bucks. Now let me, let me ask you something <laughs> here. Okay. Because, I know there are people who make this argument. I do not agree with this argument. I do not like this argument, okay? Mm-hmm. In all honesty, because I'm not responsible for every, for everyone else. I'm responsible yeah. for me. Um, I'm not responsible for anyone else. Now, does that does that mean I shouldn't care about anyone else? No, no, that, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that, okay? Mm-hmm. But what I want to ask you is I've seen people make the argument. Okay. When you picked up that commander deck, okay, why did you not go to that owner and say, uh, excuse me, you have this listed for what'd you say you got it for? Sixty five dollars. Sixty five dollars. Okay. Yeah. You got this listed for sixty five dollars. Did you know that the actual market price right now, according to DCG player, is $115? You should reprice that to $115. <laughs> I don't what? think GameStop's going to do okay, that. But, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, right, right. So, so let's let's say GameStop, but then yeah. let's say it's 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 a it's a small business owner, yep. okay, who has the ability to just reprice something mm-hmm. at will, okay. Would you do that to either GameStop or a small business owner? Uh, I'd hundred percent do it for a small business. You would, owner. yeah. Especially if it's like a card. Well, all right. Let's say there's a random serialized card that you found that was like nine dollars at a game store, and then I and I know some. <laughs> <don't> we, <laughs> this thing literally happened. This thing literally happened. But continue. Go ahead, because so, I know where you're going. With let's this. say that happened, right? Yeah. Um, and then the the card actually is going for a couple hundred dollars, right? Um, I would definitely say something. Be like. Hey, yeah, that's um ridiculously underpriced. And if they don't care and they're like, yeah, that's fine. We're going to, where you left it at that price. I'm like, okay, then you'll I let it. you know. Yeah. I buy it. <laughs> so to someone who doesn't now, now what you're talking about is you're talking about like something that's like a 200%, a, a, a significant you're talking about a significant value. Yeah. If, yeah. If a we're significant talking difference, excuse me, yes, a significant yes, difference in value. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does someone who doesn't let that person know are they bad? Like, is that an unethical thing to do? I don't. I don't think so. I w- I wouldn't say so. I no. I would I would tend to agree. Now, 
does someone like if you let them know, is that the right thing to do? I don't know if it's the right thing to do. It's definitely nice. It's yeah, definitely it's a, a nice good thing. It's, to it's do. a nice thing to do. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think someone who doesn't do that is necessarily wrong. Yeah. And that is where you have a lot of people, you know, in injecting morality into yeah. these decisions, which there may not be uh, morality or ethics necessarily in play. Okay. Yeah. I can like when, if someone makes the argument that it is, I'm definitely open to it. And I, someone could definitely make a good argument that mm. it is moral or ethical, depending on the situation. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely aware of that for sure. I just, are there situations where it's someone's being very unethical? There definitely could be. Yeah. There hundred oh, yeah. percent could be yeah. for sure. Um, because again, you, you have to think about like, am I like, I think honestly is what would come down to. And you, you let me know what you think here is, if someone is is actively trying to take advantage of someone who doesn't who is not aware of the same information mm. right so like in that instance about a serialized card right mm. you know something okay and maybe the owner does not know that okay yeah. and you're like i'm not going to tell them yeah specifically so i can make a lot of money off of mm. that is that is that a situation where they're doing something unethical maybe I mean, at that Maybe. point, it's I don't know. at that point, it's the exact same thing as scalping, because if it's you're buying a sealed product for its going rate and then you resell it for, um, you know, hundred percent of the value or whatever, versus buy the card that they still they don't know the go say they don't even know the going rate for whatever the sealed product is. And they're not selling it for its going value. But but then then I it's would like, ask. Then I would ask. I mean, I think in each case I would ask, why are you selling it at this price? Yeah. Because there's some people who'd be like, that's just what I thought it was worth. Yeah. Right. Then it's like, okay, yeah. do you know? But <laughs> I think with sealed product, I think especially with a new TCG, like let's let's talk about Lorcana. Mm. People are going to be selling it. At MSRP for a reason. If you're just going to stick to, no, I'm selling an MSRP, part of me wants to say <laughs> you, you're, you're going to get what's coming to you. Yeah. That part of me is going to say that. Now. I understand like a halfway point sure. of MSRP and whatever sure. it's going for. Sure. But this the the unfortunate, the unfortunate, fortunate, whatever you want to, however you want to look at it. Mm -hmm. The reality is if you're just going to sell straight, straight at MSRP, Scalpers will buy it and sell it on the secondary market. 100%. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Now, let's talk about how can what can LGS owners do? Because I think I think when you talk about an LGS, okay, what is their main thing? Um, number one, I mean, yeah, they want to they, they they need to make money. They mm -hmm. need to make money to stay afloat, right? Yep. They're a business. They have to make money. Uh, they have to pay their employees. These LGS owners, number one. I don't want to hear any – I honestly don't want to hear anyone in any community badmouth any LGS owner <laughs> with some exceptions here. Okay? All right? Not – and we'll get into this in a second. Talk about that We'll later. talk about that in a second. Okay? <laughs> but don't – give LGS owners some grace. Okay? Mm -hmm. If they decide to sell at MSRP, okay. If they decide to sell product above MSRP, okay. Good example. Um, it – you know what? Let me get into this example in a second. Cause I'm the, there's going to be two examples I want to talk about. Okay. One is our old LGS. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
And then another is a, another example I want to talk about is another local LGS. Um, but what I want to say is I do not like going to these Facebook groups and people making comments. And I said this last week, but people making these comments and statements of if LGS owners are going to sell you this product above MSRP, they are trying to take advantage of you. Do not buy from them. Don't ever buy this above MSRP, no matter where you go. Number one, if you have that approach, you're you, good luck getting any product. Mm -hmm. Number one. Okay. Number two, what that tells me is you have zero, you have zero idea of how this industry works, of how the marketplace works. Okay. Now, if you do have that knowledge and still decide to have that mentality, all right, that's fine. That's okay? on you. That's on you. Okay. I think you, I think that is, I think that is naive. I think that's being naive. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you need to give these LGS owners grace. They need to make a profit, okay? Mm -hmm. They're already, like MSRP, does MSRP have profit built in? Kind of, but you have to you have to think about what um, what business you're talking about, okay? Because profit margins for- There's a little bug right there at your hand. Oh my goodness. What is it? I thought you were, it's, it's dead now is what it is. It's dead, it's dead now. Oh, I you thought, thought I was like. I thought you were like something. Stop recording. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, what's going on? No, we're good. We're good. We're good. Um, so it it shows me that you're, it shows me you're a little bit naive. Okay. Um, but I, I, what I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted. The di <laughs> the different businesses, the different business models. Right, I'm gonna just head out. <laughs> yeah. Um, big box retailers. Do big box retailers have the same profit margins as small business owners? No, they don't. Are they, are they even are those businesses even remotely similar? No, not even close. they're not e not even close, dude. No. Not even close. No. I mean, small business owners like out local game stores are small businesses. Do you know of any local game store that is not a small business? Hmm. I mean, you've been to pl we've bo both of us have been to plenty, and mm. so and some are larger than others. No. <laughs> No, I don't think so. I don't really think I know of any LGS that's like a even a chain. You know? Uh, Do you know of any? Well, I know that uh, Gaming Goat was franchised. Ah, uh, yes. Um, yeah, that's all I know of. Yeah, that, that that's that that's right. That is one. which again. This is only in our area. Yeah, right. There can be other right. ones there can in be other states that we just, or that, we, that we we're not aware know. of. That we're not aware of. Right. Yeah. But I think on the whole, like for the most part, the majority of I think all LGSs are pretty are are small mom and pop businesses. They're yeah. small businesses. Yeah. Okay. The way small businesses <laughs> does a chain count as two stores? <laughs> Than grapple. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, um, like it's 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 up to each individual business how they price their product because at the end of the day they need to make a profit, yeah. and what that like we don't know what they how much they spend on products. Okay, mm -hmm. because what they buy from their distributors is gonna is not is may not be the same as what other as what other LGSs buy. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, so. That being said, I I think it's fair, okay, for any LGS to price their product above MSRP to be 
to compete with the market price. Yeah. Okay, yeah. because the what the mar- I mean the market price recognizes that people are buying these products at different prices in the marketplace, and yeah. market pr- the the market price essentially is kind of like the aggregate price. It's essentially the the average of what everyone's paying for a certain product. Yep. Okay. Where you get into a lot of a lot of volatility is people pricing things before they're available. So pre-orders. Okay. Jim, do you ever tell anyone to buy pre-orders? Oh uh, no. No, I don't. <laughs> Why? Why not? Why not? Because there's there's no information for this card at all. Right. Or box. Yeah, or box. Right. Uh, Yeah, I I don't do pre-orders at all. I'd never tell anyone to do pre-orders. And I mean, heck, there's going to be times where, rare times where you even tell me to, for me to tell people to even get sealed product. I'm like, if you're looking to play the card game, get your sealed, get your singles. (laughs) Yeah. But it is very fun to open up there, sealed product. There's there's been there's been times where I've pre-ordered mm-hmm. singles oh, I know. because I'm like because I I see what the price is what yeah. the, what they're selling it for they're listing it for and I'm like this may this has the potential to be a lot higher because yeah. like I want to buy the single for a commander deck or whatever yeah. right and I'm like I would much rather buy it now than have to wait to for that price to like four or five X and that's happened before. And it's also happened in the opposite way as well. I can think of one that happened relatively recently. It was for your coma list. Uh, It was like, I think it was like a butterfly looking card. I forget what it was exactly. Did I buy it? Yeah. You bought it, uh, pre-ordered it. It was like, I want to say easily $20 and then it slowly dropped and dropped and dropped. And now I want to say it's like a dollar card. Is but it? I believe so. Like, if you if you show me the cards that were either still in coma or things you've okay. taken out, I'd be like, "That's the card." I'm easily able to point it out. Okay. Okay. Uh, replicate. Yeah, it dropped. Okay. It dropped a lot. I don't. Re- I I don't remember pre-ordering a card, but we'll we'll after this we'll we're gonna have to yeah. pull it. We're we'll gonna have to pull <laughs> it and see, because then I can even look at what I paid for it too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was up that. But yeah, there's there are some where you're you're gonna miss, and that's. That's why it's good to just just hold off. Yeah. Um, like it, it's honestly because what 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 happens is you're gonna get data. You will get data from yep. purchases from people buying, selling, and yep. you're gonna get that data. Yep. It's just you don't have any of that beforehand, and that and there is no market price, right? It's just you don't. Yep. It's there's, there's no so market. much. Yeah, right, there's so much volatility. There's so much volatility. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, what I was saying is, again, I, I think it's important to give LGS owners grace, okay? we, You and I had had this conversation before, okay? We talked about Grapple, okay? We've said his name before on the show, Craig, yeah. okay? Yeah. Good guy. I had a lot of good conversations, a lot of good conversations with Craig, yeah. okay? But I remember um, I bought some boxes from him. Mm-hmm. I wasn't super thrilled with the price, the prices of the boxes, yeah. okay? Um, now... I think this was before uh, Magic got rid of MSRP. I think it was before Magic got rid of MSRP. I, I think. think so. Okay, think but regardless, so. I mean, he, he he's, you know, LG. They these <laughs> owners they are able to price the product at whatever they want. Like yeah. it's their prerogative, yeah. right? And it's also your prerogative as a consumer to shop where you want. Yeah. So it's it it's. It's an interesting conversation, right? Because one thing you don't want to do as an LGS owner is 
say I'm pricing it too high. And what's going to happen is your consumer base, they could go to a big box retailer or Amazon and buy it for half of what you're selling it for. And so that's why when you hear these, these developers and publishers say, we care about the LGS and then they start selling to big box retailers. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what's going to happen yeah. because big box retailers, they're low sell yeah. MSRP. You know, their, their price is going to be a lot lower than or just directly LGS's. put it on Amazon. You know, yep. I can't think of a single. I game. neither can I. <laughs> I cannot think of one single game company who does that. So when you say we care about the LGSs, I mean the 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 truth is local game stores do are not on the same playing field yeah. as Amazon and big box retailers. They are not. They're not. Yeah. And as a consumer. It's like I want to support the LGS, but I want to support my wallet even more sometimes. <laughs> so what was the price of the box? Hmm. Do you remember? Uh, I want to say it was like one forty. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah now I think right. back then I think I think bo- uh, the MSRP of boxes was maybe like one fifteen. Yeah, I was going to say Maybe? 110, 115. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. So. so I bought multiple boxes from him, and I said, look, I want to support you. You know, like, I, I would much rather give my money to you than a faceless corporation, yeah. like a faceless big box retailer, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so well, I don't even think we even said this on the show. Support your LGS. Support your local game store. As long as they do you, they do right by you. We definitely have said that, just not this episode. Just not this episode. That's <laughs> we, what I meant. We 100 percent have meant. said that. I meant this episode. That's oh, okay. what I meant. Okay. I meant this episode. Um, support your LGS. Okay. Yeah. Now, we have just as many bad experiences with other local game stores. Okay. <laughs> if your local game store doesn't care about you, why should why should you care about them? <laughs> You know, they're, they're, they're the, again, the unfortunate reality is yeah. there are just some bad actors in, and in, in every single industry. Yeah. And this industry is no different. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got way more stories about, about this one than I Dude, do. Dude, I don't even like to talk about these stories sometimes. <laughs> like, we've talked about them in the past. I know. And it just, it, it still hurts. It does. To this does. day. And I don't think, I don't think anyone, involved in it will ever forget it or ever be forgiving for it because it happens and happens and happens. Now, were the cops ever involved? No. No, it was just They should have been, though. They should have been. They should have been. 100%. But once once it was brought up, it was like, okay, I'll look. And then it was all figured out. Understood. So So that was a perfect situation of Basically, the same thing we were were going over earlier is someone was taking advantage of someone else. And in this case, it was the LGS owner. Yeah. They were taking advantage of people. Yeah. And don't support people like that. Period. End of story. Do not support people like that. Long story short, a friend of mine was missing a fat pack of cards for Magic. And uh, it was a bunch of modern staples at that time. So it was very pricey things. And um, he goes over to the uh, the game or yeah the the shop owner and he's like oh hey I'm missing something did anyone drop off anything blah blah yeah. blah he's like oh, I'll go take a look nothing he's like oh can we check the cameras he's like no nah, we yeah we can't do that it's like why can't who, you do that who says that also yeah he's That's like well thing. nothing who got turned that? in so there's nothing we can we can do 
And then my friend brought up bringing the police involved. He's like, okay, give me a minute. Goes to check. He's like, oh, okay, so someone did turn in your your big box of magic cards. And then even at that point, there were still some cards missing from there. Did he? And he never got those back? No. No. Yeah. But majority, I'd say like 80, 90% of the cards were still there. Yeah. So, yeah, just a rough, rough setup. Yep. Yep. So um, find yourself a good local game store and support them as best you can. Yeah. And the key thing is that it's, it's best you can. Right. And these the majority of local game stores, they want to support you, the player as well. Local game stores are the ones who feel these allocations more than anyone, because what they have a community who wants to play this game at their store and they can't support them. (laughs) Okay, Um, you know. They want they actively want to sell to their player base. But Mm. if they sell at MSRP scalpers and even people who are not scalpers, they will see it as an opportunity and they will buy up all their products, hold on to it and maybe relist it. I have heard of many stories where LGSs sell the product at MSRP. Somebody picks it up, go into the parking lot and immediately resell it to somebody else. (laughs) Yeah. And in all honesty, for people who say, well, that's the, you know, then the LGS needs to open up the sealed product in front of them because scalpers only care about sealed product. No, they don't. No, they don't. Now, they care a lot about sealed products, sure, but they can still move it else. Even if you remove the cellophane, they can still move it mm-hmm. and they will still move it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, am I wrong? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty spot on. If they can see value from anything, they're going to do it. Yeah, and so the the LGSs, they're the ones who are they're in a pickle. They are in a predicament of how do I ensure that my player base has enough product to support them? Yeah. They need a lot of product. <laughs> like what what what, what other what? answer is there, Jim? I I can't think of anything. Uh yeah. I mean Aside from that, of just make more product, like, I mean, there's ways to stop with scalpers of how, if you know, like a person, well, if you know of an individual, if you know of an individual in your community, yeah, who's known for it, or it's just, I've never seen this person before. And sure, you're not going to be like, oh, I'm not going to sell you anything. Yeah. But there's also some stores that are like, oh, a box a person or two boxes yeah, a person. Yeah, you limit, right, right. Yeah. You could limit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, but then, I mean, there are plenty of scalpers who they'll see that. All right, I'm gonna call my buddy. Here's money. Can you go pick this up? Mm-hmm. Or my my brother, my sister, sibling, because mm-hmm. that hasn't happened before. Yeah, like mm-hmm. they'll they'll they will figure out ways around oh, yeah. it. Yeah, but, but that's then on them to do, and then they're gonna sure. spend more on gas if they want to get people there. <laughs> like it's gonna cost them more in some way. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And then what if their mom, brother, whoever it is, is busy? It's like, stop bugging me about this. You ask me every other week. Wait something about spoiler season. What is spoiler season every single week? I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> You sound like you sound like you have some experience with this, Jim. <laughs> no, I'm just making stuff up. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's 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 
it's sad. It's frustrating yeah. when you get when we get numbers and results like this of, yeah. hey, yeah, we know this is a super in demand product, yeah. and we're just we don't have enough stuff to yeah. sell people. Or if you know exactly how many boxes it is you're going to get, you kind of can talk to your your regulars about that as well, or mm-hmm. people you know who are interested in the game, and mm-hmm. be like, okay, I'm going to set things aside because mm-hmm. you pre ordered it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's just the, the one thing, the biggest thing that I don't like seeing, and I've seen it a lot over the past, the past week on the internet, um, mostly on Facebook groups and some, and on Twitter as well, yeah. but just people who really do not understand, uh, the market, the marketplace, especially when it comes to TCGs. <laughs> yeah. And like, again, if you're a new time, if you're a new time player to TCGs, that's awesome. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's great, but don't think that, you're going to somehow change the way things are done in the industry. <laughs> now, excuse me, like, are there things that I wish I could change? Yeah. But I think a lot of this honestly just comes back to there's got to be enough product. There's got to mm. be enough stuff. Mm-hmm. And if manufacturers just don't print enough. And again, like I, I think with Ravensburger in particular, are they intentionally doing this? No. I have no reason to believe that they are short printing this. Are there some companies who do short print stuff? 100%. Mm-hmm. Absolutely there are because they want to see what is going to happen on the secondary market. They may have employees or people on the inside who are going to personally financially benefit. Have you heard of stuff like that happening before? Because I know it happens, but I don't have any like firsthand knowledge of things happening i know it has before but i've never been involved with something that like i i heard from a a direct source that stuff like that happened there's one game in particular that i'm familiar with with it happening i'm not gonna say it but i i don't i don't know okay it's it's a like it 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 could it could happen i know it has happened yeah um again i'll i'll tell you if you don't know like i'll tell you after (laughs) i'll tell you after but like that's a a a thing that could potentially happen mm-hmm. as well. Is that happening with Ravensburger and Lorcana? No way. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Like I get, I have gotten, yeah, no, I'm really trying to think <laughs> I have gotten nothing but a uh, good vibes from them as a company. Mm-hmm. Um, and how they want to, like they, they want this product to succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, they want this to be the best TCG that it can be. And it's going to be pretty, it's going to be pretty big. Um, mm-hmm. now it really all depends on how this first year goes. Like these first couple of years are going to be huge. If they go set after set and it's going to be, you can't get your hand on product. That's it's, it's going to be a problem. And that could spell doom in the long run. Mm-hmm. Like that is how you kill a game. That's how you kill a TCG mm-hmm. is not printing enough. Yeah. Uh, because when people can't get their hand on products, how are they going to play? They're not going to be able to play. Yeah. And in, in, and in, in a space now where we have, a lot of good TCGs coming out. They're just oh, gonna yeah. pick up something else. They're gonna pick up something else. Yeah. So, um, that that's 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 kind of what I got. I mean, I I've just been I've been upset, frustrated, sad. You know, from from a player standpoint, peed right? off. <laughs> well, from a player standpoint, but then also from like a a you know someone involved in the industry, like mm-hmm. just stop. Just, like if you don't know what you're talking, just stop. Just you don't. But Dan, this is the internet where everyone has an opinion about stuff they don't know. <laughs> do you have Do you have any anything else that you want to say? 
I mean, I mean, look, no, between you and me, I know you know more a lot. You know more about this stuff than I do. You have more experience with it than I do. Um, do you have any any other final comments or anything else that you wanted to, to touch on? Oh man, final comments, concerns. Um, guys, the secondary market is a great place, <laughs> and if you're into card games. You might also love it. And earlier when I said it's an amazing journey to be a part of these card games, I'm not lying because you get to chase a lot of stuff. Yeah. And that chase really keeps you going in these in these games. So one thing I wanted to mention. <laughs> or gambling, if you like that. <laughs> one thing I wanted to mention. Yeah. Okay. Um, Star Wars Unlimited. Okay. One of the things, and I think, again, FFG is doing so many things right so far and like they're hitting they're hitting the nail on the head in a lot of different things but one of the things they're doing right is like from their organized play perspective organized play standpoint there's three c's okay it's it's um connect collect and compete so like they recognize they recognize the different types of players that are going to be involved in these games collect like collectors Mm -hmm. There are people who get into TCG, to, into TCGs just to collect. Yep. There are people who get into TCGs just to connect with other people. Mm-hmm. And there are people who get into specifically play and compete. Mm-hmm. Like FFG with that slogan, like they recognize that they are prioritizing all of them. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey. You know, if you, you just come out to one of our events, participate, you don't even have to necessarily play, but if you participate in one way or another, mm-hmm. you may get a promo or you may get some like whatever prize support you, you may be, um, uh, you may be able to participate and get some prizes mm-hmm. and participate in this OP program. Yep. It's pretty great. Um, and like. That's the thing with these TCGs. There's so many different avenues for players to not only play, but just be involved in yeah. the community. Mm-hmm. And like, that's, it's huge. Out of each one of those C's, which one are you? Me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, probably compete and connect. Mm. And you're probably collect. I am definitely a collect person and a connect person. Yeah. 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 I think we're both connect. And I think I'm more of a compete person than you are. And you're more of a collect person than I am. I I prefer to, I guess, be the coach. All right. We're going to throw in another C for coaching. Yeah. The competitive player. (laughs) Yeah. But in all honesty, like since we've really started digging, like FFG has me very, very excited about Star Wars Unlimited. Um, It is very – they're doing a lot of things. They're doing a lot of things right. Um, So anyway, it's – this is a topic that, again, it's never going away, right? Um, And again, I know I've I've been quite animated and quite, uh, you know, (laughs) upset before. But in all honesty, like if if we ever talked about this stuff in, in, you know, IRL – you know, did you just say in IRL? I did. I think I think this I did guy. say yeah. <laughs> what a noob! <laughs> I get it. I get more animated when I'm sitting in front of a microphone, right? But if we ever have differences of opinion, it is what it is. Like you know, yeah. I I do still think it's important to you know treat everybody with kindness, respect. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important, and I do my best to try and do that. Um, but it's a lot easier when I'm sitting in front of somebody and just <laughs> haven't had, have a disagreement and say, yeah, it's all right. It is what it is. We, you know what I think. And, yes. uh, yeah, it's just, this thing is, it, 
it's it, it's just I want to play these games. Like I want to be involved. And when I when you're not able to do that, these mm-hmm. communities aren't able to grow. Yeah. And like we see the potential. Like Disney Lorcana has such potential. It so does. Much. It has a lot so of potential. Much. But when people players are not able to get a hold of product, there's that potential just is gone. It's yeah. all gone. It's un, it's unfortunate. I don't want to see that. I don't yeah. want to see it. So, so with that being said. <laughs> We're going to move on to a more happy part of Yay. the podcast. And let me make sure I have I have it up here. We're talking about the card of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. So we talked a little bit about Lorcana. Okay. I almost, and, I almost uh, forgot which card we were doing. Uh, we're good. The, we're yeah, good you got it? Okay, got all right. All right. So this week's card of the week is, again, a Disney Lorcana card. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim. Do you have the right card up? I, yes, <laughs> <All> I <right>. do. <laughs> what is this week's card of the week? Take it away, Jim. All right. It is Ariel Spectacular Singer. She is a 2-3-1 for 3 inkable. Mm-hmm. And she's a storyborn hero princess. Mm-hmm. One of the coolest keywords uh, in this game that we've seen so far. Yep. Singer 5. Mm-hmm. This character counts as cost five to sing songs. Yep. So normally she's three, but if you're using her to sing a song, she can now be used for a five drop. Mm-hmm. And then musical debut, she has, when you play this character, look at the top four cards of your deck. You may reveal a song card from it and put it into your hand. Put the rest of the bottom of the deck in any order. This card is amazing. Why? Why is this card amazing, Jim? You <laughs> tell me. Not only, not only are you looking for the songs uh, when you play her, you now get to be even better at singing these songs. So on a f- turn four, you can just be like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm essentially sing a five, five cost for free, and get heck of value." <laughs> In all honesty, when I saw this, mm-hmm. I'm like, number one, this card could be a zero one. A zero one one, and I'd be like, "Okay, well, okay, all right, that's a little low, Dan." Dude, but I'm only playing. In all honesty, I don't care. I don't care about the stat line with this card. Yeah, yeah. I it's that singer five. Yeah, it's the singer. It's five. the singer five. That's all I care about. Yeah. Like that's that's why I really like this card. Which is why you want her to have a big willpower. You know, get rid of that two attack, uh, two strength, and give her five willpower. Make it I happen. mean, then she's a whole lot better. Exactly. She's a whole lot better. Exactly. But my, my point is, as it's printed, like yeah. as it stands, yeah. I, I I wouldn't care. Like if if she was if she was an O one one, I still think this is a really great card. Yeah. I still think this is very good. Yeah. Just with that singer five, and then the cherry on top mm-hmm. is ETB. Look at top Hopefully four for her. another song. Yes. Like, yeah. there's nothing I don't like about this card. Yeah, this card's phenomenal. It is so good. The artwork's great. It's the original artwork. <laughs> uh, I'm actually looking to see if, uh, you know, we we talk. And I mean original re- because it's storyboard and not like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, I'm looking to see if there's hidden Mickeys in the, hidden in the bubbles. Hidden yeah, please tell me. You, Dan, you, I don't know about Hidden Mickey's, Dan. You, un, you understand the concept un, of Hidden Mickey's, I get right? it to where you're looking for these bubbles that look like the shape of Mickey's head? Yes. 
Well, and in anything, it's just in water images. It's easier to put them in bubbles oh. because they're they're natural spheres, natural circles. Right, right. Um, but in other pieces of artwork, it's it's not necessarily harder to hide, but it the bubbles just provide natural circles to use for hidden Mickey's. So anyway, oh, yeah, um, so Ariel just gets better the more four cost and five cost songs that we see. Mm-hmm. Like we haven't seen a lot of songs yet. And remember we're recording this about a week ahead in time. Okay. We haven't seen a ton of songs, but I just can imagine that anytime we see an, a new song that's four, that costs four or five, mm-hmm. we're just going to be like, yeah, Ariel's just better. Ariel's <laughs> better. And she just gets better and better and better and better. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of seems like Ariel just has some of the best cards from the set so far. And it's uh it's not like not even close. Um power power wise, I would tend to agree with you. Yeah. You know, because you have yeah, Air the other one to the untap. other one just untaps. Oh my goodness. Yeah, whenever you play yeah, just I mean it's it's oh man. It's so good. Yeah, Ariel has a lot of good cards. Can you can you imagine? Okay. Playing like let's let's talk about the other Ariel Ariel who's a collector. Whenever you play an item, you can ready this character. So think about do so think about playing Ariel, okay, with uh, Mulan, okay. Oh, Remember no. when Mulan? Well, oh no! <laughs> just so, so Mulan, when oh, she no. challenges, uh, I believe it's when she challenges and banishes another yeah. character. She gives all other all other characters plus one lore. I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, during your turn, whenever this character banishes another character in a challenge, your other characters get plus one lore this turn. Mm-hmm. So imagine Mulan uh, swings in, challenges somebody, right? Okay, yeah. okay, you, you get you you get the plus one lore, yeah. and then and then you do fan the flames <laughs> on on Mulan. Ready, yeah. chosen character. They can't quest for the rest of the turn. That's fine. Okay, that's fine. Don't that's care because I'm going to swing in again yeah. with Mulan. Yeah. Challenge another person okay uh-huh. okay so you've already you've paid the one you've only paid one so far for yeah. fan the flames okay yeah. okay untap mulan swing in challenge and challenge and banish another character give all your <laughs> other characters again plus one lore so now ariel has three lore mm-hmm. you she quests for three play an item untap quest plus again <laughs> Play another item, untap, quest to get. We're not even talking dude. about having two aerials <laughs> out either. <laughs> Forget it, dude. That's just dude, crazy. Dude, it's a combo deck. It's a combo deck. <laughs> it's Be crazy, ready. man. Be ready. <laughs> it's so cool. Like, now that we're getting more and more cards, it's like there's mm-hmm. so many different avenues, so many different synergies we're, we're seeing. But Ariel, I mean, you're right. Like, Ariel is, Ariel so far is like a combo combo centric deck so far mm-hmm. with each each of her cards um yeah. i i, w- I mean i would tend to agree with you that she's got some of the more powerful cards in the game thus far from what we've seen yep. um but i'm excited to see more cards and Sing again five such a good keyword i dude when oh in all honesty when i saw that i was very excited yep. because i'm like this is very cool like yep. it's another it's another keyword sure but it's intuitive okay yep. It's 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 a keyword that doesn't add it doesn't add a lot of complexity. Nope. Because uh, again, like again, let's talk about magic, right? Haste. Is is haste intuitive? 
Excuse me, not not really, but I mean, like once you play the game, like oh, you you understand what yeah. all these keywords mean, like yeah. ward, like ward in in magic. That's not yeah, really no, intuitive, not right? All. But I think Singer Five, you're taking a mechanic that's already in the game, yeah. okay, um, and then you're just you're adding to it essentially, yeah. Yeah. right? So I really love the design of that keyword. I thought it was very very cool. And thematic, like it makes mm -hmm. sense, especially mm -hmm. for uh, Ariel and Sebastian as well. I think it makes sense for all of them because aren't like all Disney movies musicals? The majority of them, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of. Let's them give are. Anna Singer something. Singer I would, five. I would, I would venture to guess that there will be, there would be a lot of the princesses yeah. will like if they sing a song like in their movie, they yeah. may have a card, a card. with that. Um, and yeah. and also do too. I like the fact that we're seeing a lot of different cards from the same character in the first set. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. I remember speculating months ago that because I I had approached this from the standpoint of magic. I'm like, look, if you go to magic, like again, <laughs> let's take a character like Liliana. How many different cards does Liliana as a character have? Seventeen. A lot. I'm guessing. I yeah <laughs> right. But there were people again who haven't been in TCGs before. They're like, well. Yeah. If you have Elsa, I mean, she's only one person. She could only have one card. I'm like, no, no literally can't. not. No, Absolutely can't. not. So anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, Ariel, when I first saw that card, I'm like, this is super, super cool. Love everything about this card. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, that is Ariel Spectacular Singer, this week's card of the week. So yeah, that is this week's episode. 31. Um, there's 31 what? Liliana Curse. That's it? <laughs> well, as long as her name is in it. If we're talking about oh. like a Planeswalker, it is lower. But yeah, there's 31 cards with Liliana in its in title. In the title? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> there you go. I didn't know that. I I would have thought there was more in all honesty. Yeah, no. It's, huh. uh, it's not too many. Interesting. Good to know. All right. Well, that is this week's uh, like I said, this week's card of the week and uh, our topic for the week. So um, again, yeah, thank you, Jim, for that. That was uh, an interesting <laughs> conversation to say the least. But again, I, it's something that this again, this conversation never going to go away. It's always going to be had. Um, but it's 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 an important topic mm -hmm. in conversation. Honestly, just like for uh, knowledge, pe people to really understand like what the market is, what all these. Points mean market yeah. MSRP all, all these different points. It was points. a blast. So, um, all right. Well, with that being said, Jim, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram at Jim Morgan HNH. You guys can find me on Twitter underscore DJ Campbell, Instagram Daniel G Campbell. Head over to our website hobbiesandhappiness.com. You can find links to all of our social platforms there. We're on Twitter at Hobbies and Happy, and then YouTube.com slash Hobbies and Happiness. Um, that's where we post the majority of our video content. So that's what we got for you this week. Again, we're we're into the hundreds. It's still it's Yay. still crazy. It's still crazy to think. So Yay. thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us this week. And uh, <laughs> yeah, vacation coming up. And then Gen Con is next week. So we're going to have another episode. We're going to we're going to preload, pre-record another episode mm -hmm. for next week. Um, and then we will be at Gen Con after that. So really looking forward and excited see to that. So yeah, yeah, hopefully we'll see you guys. Maybe. We're we're going to plan out we're going to try to do like a H&H meetup. Mm -hmm. So if you guys are planning on being at Gen Con, let us know. Hit us up in our Discord. We'll we're going to plan some type of get together yes. just to kind of hang out and say hello to everybody yes. if you're going to be at Gen Con, so let us know. So, thank you for being here and we will catch you in the next episode. See you everybody. Take care.